Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes, or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans, plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinnertime solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. Living a healthy, balanced life as a mom can sometimes feel impossible. With tiny mouths to feed, butts to wipe, and so many things vying for our attention, it can be easy to feel like we're in an on-again, off-again relationship with healthy living. But it doesn't have to feel this way. I believe every mom is a super mom, and you deserve to feel like one too, and you don't have to go on another diet to do it. Join me, Kristen Dovniak, holistic nutritionist and certified intuitive eating counselor for conversations on what it means to live a healthy, balanced life. I want to help you uncomplicate eating, improve your relationship with food, and live like the supermama I know you are. Hey friends, welcome back to the Healthy Balance Mama podcast, and welcome to day four of the Healthy Mama Habits Restart. I'm Kristen Dovniak, and for the first 10 days of the year, we're focusing on creating habits around the life we want to live in 2020. Each day you can find me here on the podcast with a mini episode surrounding today's topic as well as live at 2 p.m. Eastern in the private Facebook group and over on Instagram at Healthy Mama Chris sharing deeper thoughts about that day's topic. So to join us in the Facebook group and get the worksheets attached to these episodes which I will be mentioning head to healthymamachris.com slash habits. That's healthymama, M-A-M-A, Chris, K-R-I-S dot com slash habits to sign up for free with your name and your email. So without further ado, let's dig into today's topic. It is one of my favorites. So today we're digging into the second part of our 10-day habits restart, and the second part is all about method. What methods, so what routines and rituals are you going to put in place to make the habits that you're creating actually happen? Because it's not enough to just decide that you're going to start a habit. You need to create the routine and the ritual and have that cue or trigger in order to make the habit a part of your life. So today, what we're going to talk about is the importance of meal planning. Um, We're also going to talk about food prep, morning and evening routines all through the next couple of days as we talk about method. But we're going to start by simply talking about why meal planning matters. So most of you know that I am a certified intuitive eating counselor and I'm, we talked about in day two how important it is to tune into our bodies, to tune into our hunger and fullness and to choose foods that are really truly satisfying for us. And this is the first stop in finding our beautiful balance and really finding that space with food where we don't need rules or restrictions around food. 
And I know that meal planning can bring up some feelings of restriction, but I want to assure you that my version of meal planning and the meal planning I recommend isn't restrictive, but it's actually freeing and it really actually helps you um, become more calm around food by knowing that you have options on hand. But as a disclaimer, if you do feel like meal planning is something that feels super restrictive to you and you're in those early stages of intuitive eating, totally cool if you skip this one, you don't plan your meals this week, and you just maybe choose a couple recipes you might want to try and move on with your week. You can always come back to it later. But why even bother to meal plan? Life is busy enough. Why spend the time choosing meals and actually planning them out during the week? So the first reason I think meal planning is really, really helpful is that it saves time and brain space deciding what's for dinner. How many times have you stood in front of the fridge with the door wide open, maybe the fridge is beeping at you going, oh my gosh, what are we going to make for dinner? I have to run to the grocery store. I have to get these ingredients. Maybe I'll just hop on Pinterest and pick something out and then, you know, the cycle continues again where you're like, oh, but I don't have this thing. I don't have that thing. Having a plan in place, even a flexible plan like I like to talk about, saves so much time standing in front of the fridge, saves time running to the grocery store, and it really makes you more calm and less stressed around figuring out what's for dinner because you have options and hopefully you also have those ingredients on hand. It also saves money at the grocery store because when you go to the grocery store, you have a list and you're not just throwing things into your cart haphazardly and hoping they're going to create a meal and then having to run out for extra ingredients when you've chosen your meals and you don't have the ingredients you need on hand. So it does save a ton of money at the grocery store having a plan. And it also helps you to prepare to eat meals that'll actually make you feel good on a regular basis. Once you start tuning into your body and learning what feels really good in your body, having those types of ingredients or the um, meals that make you feel really good on hand and as a part of your routine is really important. So planning ahead and grocery shopping and having those things on hand can be really helpful for this. And meal planning is actually associated with positive health outcomes for all of the reasons I mentioned above. It's less stressful. You can eat the foods that feel really good um, and it's really it's really helpful to just have a flexible plan so think about it this way meal planning saves you time money and brain space time money and space you could be spending with the people you care about doing the things that you love and this is why I think meal planning is so important So I'm going to give you a couple tips on where you can actually start with meal planning and then I'll go into a little bit more detail in today's live. So the first thing that I want you to do when you're getting ready to plan your meals is choose a day and a time that you're actually going to plan your meals and this is going to be a weekly date each and every week. For me, it's Friday mornings. I like to get my cup of coffee and get my meal planner and sit down with plan to eat which is like my favorite digital meal planning tool. Um, I'll put a link in the show notes to plan to eat because it's like five bucks a month and it's super helpful. You can save recipes online. You can save your favorite recipes. If you add me as a friend, um, I'll send you a link for a free month and you can check it out and you can get my recipes that way as well. And you can save all your favorite recipes. And so I'll use plan to eat, but I also like using my meal planner that I can bring with me to the grocery store and check things off on. I find that really helpful. So I sit down, I've got Pinterest or my whatever blogs I have saved with the recipes I want, and I choose my meals for the week. But it's a really peaceful time. It's a time where I know that I have like one of my favorite drinks next to me, and I'm making it a part of my routine as a way to take care of myself and to take care of my family. 
So it's important, the second thing, is that you gather the things that you need, like I just mentioned, after you choose this date and time and you have your meal planning date, you want to make sure that you have some place to plan your meals. You're going to get a meal planning worksheet in the workbook for the Habits Challenge. You can use that if you would like. I have a whole meal planner that's available for purchase if you want something a little bit more detailed with some more, um, with a description of how I meal plan, um, a grocery list and all that jazz. But you can even start out with just a notebook. That's all you need is a notebook or plan to eat online and some sort of a pen to write notes and then wherever you want to get your recipes from, whether it's cookbooks or Pinterest or blogs, having those with you so you're not like just planning off the top of your head and then I want you to start with the busiest days which days are the hardest days to plan meals for or to get meals on the table so usually I recommend starting with dinner and then filling in breakfast and lunches as you need to And I recommend just planning for five meals and then going from there because inevitably there's going to be a day where you're going to be tired and you're not going to want to cook dinner. Maybe you get invited to a friend's house. You want to do leftovers or grab takeout. So rather than wasting food or feeling really constrained by your meal plan, just planning like say three to five meals so that you have a plan, you have those options on hand, you can shop for the things that you need, but you're not feeling constrained by like a seven day meal plan can be really helpful. And then the last thing um, to start is to base your meal plan on how often you plan to grocery shop. This will save you so many extra trips to the grocery store and so much stress. So if you plan on grocery shopping every week, just plan for the next week. If you plan on grocery shopping every other week, then plan for two weeks in advance. Then when you go to the grocery store now, you can get the ingredients that you need. Maybe you go to one quick shop in between to fill in things, but you can do kind of a bulk shop and have most of your things on hand and then go from there. So really simple, how to start, where to start, and then in today's live, I'm going to go deeper into detail on my step-by-step method for meal planning without the stress because it doesn't have to be hard, it does not have to take hours and hours and hours, and I'm going to share this method with you over on the live video. So Join me today, 2 p.m. Eastern on Instagram or in the private Facebook group today and every day through January 10th to go into deeper detail about how I meal plan um, and have the opportunity to ask questions. If you've struggled with meal planning or you feel like this is, you know, something that you just are totally resisting because you're like, it's going to take too much time. I want to help you work through that and I want to help you make this a habit that fits into your life if that's something that resonates with you you. And again, if you haven't signed up for the restart, just head to healthymamachris.com slash habits to join us for free. Thank you for joining me today. Hopefully I'll see you on Instagram or Facebook and I'll be back here tomorrow. Thank you friends so much for listening to this episode of the Healthy Balance Mama podcast. I truly hope it encouraged and inspired you today to live a healthier life without restriction. If you enjoyed this podcast, would you do me a huge favor and give it a star rating and review in iTunes? Every rating, review, and subscribe helps this podcast be seen and heard by more women who need to hear it. You can find me, Kristen, on Instagram and Facebook at Healthy Mama Chris or on my website, HealthyMamaChris.com. As a reminder, the information and opinions on this podcast are intended for information and inspiration only and are not a substitute for professional medical advice or treatment. Please consult with your healthcare practitioner before making any changes. See you in the next episode.